Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Hello and thanks for downloading today's podcast. I'm Jamie Long. It's Monday, July the 26th. I hope you're doing okay. And we start with an update on a stabbing in Sittingbourne last week because a teenager's appeared in court charged with the attempted murder of a 16-year-old girl. The victim is still in a critical condition at a London hospital after being stabbed in a field off Highstead Road last Thursday. A 16-year-old boy who's said to have been in some sort of relationship with her has been remanded in custody and is due at Crown Court next month after psychiatric assessments. In other news today, we've been hearing from a Sittingbourne woman who caught COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated. Jenny Horn, who works at our sister newspaper, The Medway Messenger, tested positive after noticing some symptoms. I spoke to her earlier on. Sore throat, probably felt a bit tired, but didn't think anything of it really. Um, certainly wasn't linking it to covid at that point um but yeah it was only the the following day when i still didn't feel any better um i took a home test um and my son had been isolating as well because he um had someone in his class that had tested positive um so he was isolating but not showing any symptoms and because i took a test he volunteered to take one um, and both of our home tests were positive. And how far did your symptoms develop? How bad did it get for you? As the day sort of wore on that day, really felt unwell, um, just headaches, sore throat sort of thing. But it was that it was the night afterwards that I felt really ill. Um, it was just a te- it was terrible night's sleep, really. I didn't really sleep. I every symptom you can think of I had it basically it was um, headaches sore throat stomach cramps um, had all pains shooting down my legs and up one of my arms Um, I was going uh, shivering freezing cold and then boiling hot Um, yeah everything sore throat I felt everything that night really couldn't sleep properly at all and do you think that people need to take it more seriously then even if they are fully vaccinated if they've had both of their jabs already yeah i think so i think young people um you know fair enough you want to go out and get your lives back and um we don't have to wear masks anymore but my advice would be to still just be careful if you're in a a crowded place still wear a mask you might as well protect yourself and those around you because yeah at no point was I struggling to breathe or needing hospital treatment but it's still a very nasty illness that can affect you and your family and I wouldn't take it for granted that you've had the the double vaccine because since I've um, not been well I've heard of quite a few others that have had the double vaccine and they've got ill in the last few weeks Um, so it's definitely not the time to just be thinking you know you can just go out and do what you want and not wear a mask at all my advice would still be to be careful next today a body's been recovered from the river medway police paramedics firefighters and the coast guard helicopter were sent to rochester bridge yesterday evening following concerns for someone in the water their next of kin has been told and a report's being prepared for the coroner kent online news 
Now, Kent Online's been told all lorry drivers should be considered as essential workers, not just those delivering food. The so-called pandemic has seen huge numbers of staff having to isolate after coming into contact with someone who tests positive for coronavirus. Kent's area manager for the Road Haulage Association, Graham Pask, says the current rules on who can avoid quarantine are confusing. The problem with the pandemic, as it's now called, is the fact that it's already uh, there's enough of a problem with supply of lorry drivers in the industry anyway, the shortage before this. But now it's exacerbating the problem and there are a lot of businesses that are struggling. A, they don't know what the law is, what the recommendation is, because it's so vague, it's the biggest problem. Um, at the outset of COVID, uh, the whole of the transport industry was deemed as an essential service, so therefore we could carry on working. Um, so now we're talking about essential services again. What part of any any truck's journey is essential? Because yes, you can take a load of foodstuffs to a supermarket. It's obviously essential, medical equipment and so on and so forth. But there's a whole host of other vehicle movements. For, for argument's sake, there's a, a vehicle could leave Kent with a load of bricks on. Now, is that essential? Probably not. Whether it's going to go to make a delivery somewhere in the country, into the Midlands, We'll pick a little food stuff up. That's how the system works. So you're going from here with a load of bricks, not essential. But your return load is other food stuff, essential. So now, do you think this this daily testing saga, or you know, this daily testing solution to to stop um, hauliers having to isolate, is is that solution? Is that almost prevention of this shortage getting any worse for everybody? I mean, self testing is a great way forward. I self test test every day, so I go out. And, uh, visit members so i self-test it's not foolproof but nevertheless it's better than nothing and i think it is a way forward and i think that again more moreover it's looking after yourself to other people if drivers wear face masks when they go to a delivery point they're protecting others if they had had the, the, the virus and that's the big issue it's it's wearing a face mask to protect others not necessarily to protect yourself so i think a driver is very safe in his cab on his own goes to every point delivery point Follows the right protocols, everything should be safe and should be as continue working as normal. Kent Online News. The government's being urged once again to create safe and legal routes for asylum seekers. It's as more people risk their lives crossing the channel to Kent. Or more than 550 attempted the dangerous crossing yesterday, with 178 stopped by French authorities. Meanwhile, the number of people reaching Dover so far this year is already higher than 2020's record. Bridget Chapman is from the Kent Refugee Action Network. She says more support is needed. We're seeing um, an increasing number of young people that we're working with, but because of the pandemic, we have we've had to change significantly the way that we work, and we're not able to support as many of the young people as as we'd like to. So it's been a, a, a difficult and challenging year for us. Most of the people in the boats have good asylum claims. We talk a lot about about migrants, and I think that that sort of suggests an element of you know. I'm a migrant. If I go and live abroad, these people have been pushed from their homes and for reasons of persecution, um, torture, violence, and they have come here seeking sanctuary. Well, the Home Affairs Select Committee heard evidence that 97% of the people in the boats have got good asylum claims. Um, So actually, yes, most of them are asylum seekers. But either way, we've got to find a different way of dealing with this issue so that nobody's having to risk their life. Uh, making the crossing across the channel in a dinghy, which is extremely dangerous. 
You're listening to the Kent Online podcast on Monday, July the 26th. A drunk car thief who crashed into a barrier on the M2 at 100 miles per hour has been sentenced to 30 months in a young offenders institution. Sonny Manville was arrested on the motorway in Medway last July. The 20-year-old from Top Dartford Road in Swanley had previously burgled a disabled pensioner's home in Broadstairs and attacked and spat at police officers in Newington while claiming to have Covid. Now, you've probably noticed that the weather has taken a bit of a turn compared to early last week. Thunderstorms caused big problems across southern and southeastern England yesterday. Streets were flooded, cars stranded, underground stations submerged, and two A&D hospital units in London even told patients to stay away while they cleaned up. Or here in Kent, a barn at the Good Things Brewing Co. near Tunbridge Wells was destroyed in a fire after getting struck by lightning. No one was on the site at the time but the boss says they're all deeply saddened to lose the building. You can see pictures at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. Parents in Kent who believe their child could be autistic and are seeking a referral might soon be able to get extra support. The number of youngsters waiting for a diagnosis has doubled during the pandemic, with waiting times between two and a half and three years. The county council are looking into setting up a new service to speed things up. Now, scientists in Kent say their new variety of strawberry will help extend the fruit growing season for producers across the country. Nyab EMR, which is based in East Malling, have come up with the Malling Ace, which should be able to be grown until the end of October. Adam Whitehouse is the team lead there. Traditionally, people would expect strawberries end of May, June and July, sort of around Wimbledon time. But with this strawberry, uh, and they've been around for a little while, you should be able to grow them till, probably till the end of October um, in the UK. Uh, but the difference with this one is, is that actually it's got the quality of the strawberry that you'd expect to eat in June. So it's got that um, fantastic flavour and it's got that lovely appearance. So it matches what you'd expect a strawberry in season to be like. You know, initially you buy with your eyes in many supermarkets, so it's got that real sort of curb appeal, it's got that perfect shape and that gloss. But the real um, test is when you actually eat it. And of course, if it doesn't perform, when people eat it, they won't go back and buy any more. But we're confident that people, when they eat this, they'll love it. Uh, it's got that lovely sweetness, some acidity on it, and lovely juicy sort of texture. It's really sort of focusing on uh, sort of UK production, home production, uh, reducing sort of um, food miles as well. And again, it's quality, so um, we expect because virtually everything that you pick is can be sold, so there's very little waste. Kent Online Sport. Well, it's been a more positive day at the Tokyo Olympics today. Tom Daly won his first ever gold medal at an Olympic Games. He won the synchronised 10-metre event alongside his diving partner, Matty Lee. He says he's incredibly proud to be a gay man and an Olympic champion. Meanwhile, Dartford sprinter Adam Jamili has arrived ahead of his 200 metres next week. So we made it into Japan. We're uh, just waiting for our PCR results now before we were actually allowed to go into Tokyo, which is uh, pretty chilled. We've got our accreditation. They give you some uh, snacks, some little Japanese candies to try while you wait. Um, yeah, pretty easy. Just uh, checking papers and stuff and uh, then onto the holding camp and then straight into the village. He's been updating fans on Instagram. So just arrived at the training centre stadium. Got a couple of little machines if you want to do a little pre-workout. Welcome Team GB. Nice and chill. This is where we will be only for a couple of days before we get into the village, but pretty cool. 
And in football, Gillingham boss Steve Evans says the contract offer for Connor Ogilvie to stay at Priestfield is still available. The defender turned down a new deal at the Jules following the end of last season, but featured for the club in Saturday's 2-0 pre-season friendly win at Colchester. Steve's told Kent Online that the offer has never been taken off the table. But nothing's impossible, is it? Nothing can say never, but I think, I think Connor's got options. But you know, we know what we get with Connor, I think our supporters know. Listen, our, our chairman made him a, a real good offer at the end of the season, as good as we can probably do it. I don't think that's going to change. While Gillingham are hoping to sign a goalkeeper on loan from the Premier League, Evans says the move is agreed in principle and he hopes to complete the paperwork soon. He added that the squad is starting to come together. We're two or three players away now um, for where we want to be and that's a that's plus side to the goalkeeper that will that should be arriving in Gillingham tomorrow. This looks a fairly simple, very honest and genuine conversation. And, you know, when you get a call from some serious people in the Premier League who say that's happening, then you, you believe it. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.